This is James Granstrom, and you're listening to the Super Soul Model Series. This podcast is designed to uplift and inspire you to making positive changes in your life. I have conversations about health, happiness, spirituality, and why adopting a positive and successful mindset will change your life for the better. In this episode, I share 10 helpful tips if you're a highly sensitive person who's empathetic, how to protect your energy. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the James Grantham Podcast, Super Soul Model Series, where I help people tune and tap into their natural state of well-being. In this episode, I'm going to share with you a sensitive person's guide to well-being. Now, if you find yourself being a sensitive person, which is known as an empath or someone who's highly empathetic, what that really means is that you're highly sensitive and you're highly sensitive to the thoughts, feelings and emotions of other people. And when they tend to be negative or low energy or toxic, you can end up taking that on board yourself and absorbing them. So if you have ever felt like that, then this episode is especially for you, because should you ever find yourself picking up the vibes of other people and feeling overwhelmed, feeling self-esteem issues, finding yourself that you're trying to people please, this will only cause you more feelings of suffering and confusion. So this episode is for you if you feel any of that, because this is something I would have loved to have known. When I grew up, I discovered I was a highly sensitive person. I couldn't articulate it, but I knew it because when I was around adults or other people my age, I felt other people's feelings, often their heavy emotions. And I went to go about trying to people please just to try and help them feel better. But in doing so, that's what created a lot of problems for me. So in my young adulthood, in my 20s, I turned to drinking loads to numb the pain and recreational drugs to get away from picking up all that energy, that heavy, toxic energy, only to discover that I felt more pain, more chaos, more confusion, and I didn't know what to do until I asked the question, there has to be another way. There's got to be another way than what I'm doing, because what I'm doing is only causing me more grief and more pain. So you don't have to go rock and roll like me to be able to find another way, to find another solution. You don't need to turn to addictive behavior to find a solution. There is another way. And that's what I want to share with you in this episode. So how do you become sensitive in the first place? You are born highly sensitive. You are born empathetic. But there are other few factors that can interlink with this. You may have had a soul contract before you came into your physical form and entered your family that you were going to be someone who is highly sensitive because you came with a purpose and your purpose was to help people, to help people heal and to uplift others. Now, as Dolores Cannon likes to share in her work, that you may have volunteered. And if you have volunteered on at this time in this time space reality that we're in right now, you volunteered as to be someone who has a high energy so that you can uplift the people around you with your own energy as you walk around. Because really, as we go through this episode, I'm going to share with you how to really tune in to the power of being a sensitive person and make it work for you and to help others simultaneously. Now, another way that you may become sensitive is being exposed to trauma in your youthful years. So that might tap into the feelings of empathy that is drawn out from you because of the pain and the trauma that you felt. So you feel like that there is a part of you that wants to give back because 
this universe is set up in a win-win scenario. So if you didn't get what you wanted, you want to at least pass that down to the next generation. So being empathetic is a quality to help other people heal, to feel better and to raise the frequency of not only yourself, but the people around you and your environment, because your mission here on this earth at this time is to help other people feel better, to help other people heal and to uplift the planet to a new frequency for a new earth to evolve. So what's the best environment if you're a highly sensitive person? Well, it's the same for anybody. It's a calm, peaceful, loving environment that's supportive and has loving people around you that's non-violent, non-toxic, and just is a beautiful space. But that's not easy and that's not reality because everybody has to start somewhere and that's not going to be the case. However, you can create that environment little by little and I'm going to share with you how right now. So these are some little habits that you can begin to correct to lay the foundations for a more beautiful and calming existence if you're highly sensitive. Because if you're highly sensitive, taking in and absorbing lots of toxic energy is often very overwhelming. And any slight noise can really send you off or any visual pictures that are disturbing can really kick you out of your center. So you've got to really be on alert to make sure that you're consuming in what you want in your life, which is more peace, love, joy, happiness and well-being so that becomes this energetic vortex around you wherever you go so how would you go about doing that now simple things like turning off your tv or only watching comedy or light-hearted films and programs that are uplifting in nature that will help you now everyone's going to want to watch netflix but if you ever watch anything heavy that's going to bring you right down and make you attract in more toxic environment or people or put you in the wrong place so whatever you're consuming mentally or visually what you're actually doing is saying yes I want more of that in my experience so making sure you're only having light-hearted stuff in your life is a really great way to begin to release any heavy toxicity in your life number two cleaning with plant products in your house your home and your environment is so important for you and I've done a whole episode on this uh, on, on a podcast. So I'll make sure the links are in here. When you clean with plant-based products, what you're actually doing is, is you're creating less toxicity in your environment, which means that the air that you breathe in allows your cells to thrive at a higher level. And also surrounding your home with beautiful plants and color will really uplift you and uplift your frequency. Next up, eating lots of live foods, live foods such as sprouts, legumes, nuts, seeds, fresh fruits, fresh veggies, all of that stuff is so good for you. And try and get as much raw stuff in your diet as well, particularly during the summer months. When you're having raw foods, what it's really doing is you're taking on all the fresh enzymes and eating organic as possible is so good for you. Now, it doesn't need to be expensive and do what you can, but trying to eat unprocessed foods and eating live foods is going to be very beneficial for creating an environment for you where you're going to thrive. And when you go out into the world, you'll be in your center. Next up, drinking lots of water. Water is one of the most powerful things for us. We've got like 50 trillion cells and when you're hydrated, you're going to thrive. And when you're dehydrated, which a lot of people are, they don't thrive. They're operating on less than what they 
could be operating on, which means that you're going to be drawn towards foods and circumstances and toxic environments because your body is not filled with hydration. So one of the ways that I love to hydrate is by putting it underneath my bottles that I drink or the jugs or the water in my house and I, I use filtered water is I put the word peace, I put the word love and gratitude. And I learned this from Dr. Emoto Masuru, which was that the water you drink will change its dynamic, will change its structure when exposed to beautiful words. And the same is true when exposed to toxic words. So putting on a piece of paper as simple as that underneath your bottle, and you know, I've got a a little blue bottle glass that I use, and I just put that on top there. And I know that the intent behind the water that I drink is always one of love, peace and gratitude and thanks. And if I'm taking that on, so are all the cells inside my body. So try it. Remember, the intent behind what you're doing is so powerful for you. Next up, to create a beautiful environment for you, if you're struggling right now, is having spiritual books in the house. They raise the frequency of the rooms that you're in. And when they have good titles, this can ease the mind as well. So good titles will help ease the mind because your mind will be very selective of what's in there. So if you're already having on show beautiful artwork, beautiful pictures, beautiful colors, that's going to uplift you and change your frequency, particularly if you're sensitive. The next thing is cleaning your house, decluttering. This helps more energy, positive energy flourish in your home. So, you know, I'm an avid cleaner of a house. I'm an avid Zen type vibe that I like to have in the house. Now, it's not always perfect, but I try it to be as clean and as clutter free as possible all the time. And I love to empty the rubbish and the trash as often as possible. Next up, play beautiful music, have beautiful artwork, like I mentioned earlier, and become creative in your home. And if you if you love music, then why not also learn how to play an instrument? Your house will thrive from the vibrations that you have when you feel good in your environment. Now, your environment might not be conducive right now, but you can add all these things like I've just shared, which will help raise the frequency and help raise your frequency simultaneously. I remember when I was in a home that wasn't that great, I began to do a lot of these things and then I ended up moving to an even better home. So all it takes is you is to cultivate these habits yourself so that they become part of you and your frequency raises because as a highly sensitive, empathetic person, your energy is contagious and you want your energy to be as high and as stable as possible because this is how you set up future rendezvous with the people in your life. The better you feel, the better your life gets. So what do you do if you absorb some toxic energy or you happen to be in a toxic environment and you don't know what to do and you haven't yet got your environment set up at home? What do you do if you're around toxic energy? Now, there are a few things I want to share with you. I've got about 10 things that I want to share with you right now. And the first thing that I'd love to share with you is your breathing is usually erratic and shallow when you're stressed. And if you're a highly sensitive person, then you're going to find that your breathing is very shallow when you're stressed out. So this simple deep breathing pattern will be very effective for you to be able to bring more oxygen and begin to little by little settle your energy. So I have a four by four breathing. So you breathe in for four and I'll do it with you right now. Hold for four. 
and exhale for four. And this is called box breathing. It's very simple and it's very powerful. And do it until you begin to feel better. Because if you find any heavy emotions of overwhelm coming up inside of your body, doing this box breathing will calm your nervous system. The next up is having a mantra. Now, a lot of people use Indian mantras, whatever works for you. But this mantra worked for me when I was really having a toxic struggle time and it worked literally that evening and everything worked out the next day. And I noticed, I was like, wow, I feel so powerful that I can be exposed to a difficult environment and yet I still come out smelling of roses. So the mantra that I told myself is in the form of a question, an empowering question, which is why am I safe and sound? So I repeated that over and over again. Why am I safe and sound? So just say that to yourself right now. Why am I safe and sound? Over and over again until you begin to feel better. This is super powerful. You're using your mind to help set you up. And when you ask it in the form of a question, which is why am I safe and sound, even though you may not be feeling that way right now, the mind will eventually reset and then filter out everything other than you beginning to feel safe and sound. This is in the form of an affirmation created by Noah St. John. But when I began to do this, I had some tremendous results. So try it so you get the experience and see if that works for you. The next thing that I was doing was spending a lot more time connecting with the earth, meaning earthing and grounding. This is your base chakra because what happens is to your chakra system is the reason why we said in the previous mantra, why am I safe and sound? The base chakra is all about security. And if you're highly sensitive, usually what happens is the base chakra feels a little out of alignment, a little shaky. So grounding is going to be able to be very powerful for you to click back into place. So lying on the grass is going to be very powerful. Having your bare foot exposed to the grass is going to be incredibly helpful. Exposing yourself to the cold in cold showers or cold plunges is going to be an instrumental way for you to cut through toxicity straight away because it shocks you into the present moment and gets you right back into your body. Very powerful. So cold water is great. And also being in the sea is also very purifying because what it will do, that salt water cleanses your aura, cleanses the energy around you. So if you've absorbed any energy, jumping in the sea is very cleansing and will purify your energy and reset you. And if you can't do that, having salt baths with Himalayan salts and Dead Sea salts and the rest of it are fantastic. Next up, stepping away and disengaging from toxic people and toxic conversations is going to be really important for you because if you're highly sensitive, if you're around that, you're absorbing it. And if you can disengage from a conversation, the quicker, the better and politely and step away because you only want to engage with conversation that's going to take you up, not down. Remember, your job is not to fix people. Your job is to center yourself. And when you walk away from and disengage from conversations that seem to be heading in a negative direction. In order for you not to absorb that negativity, it's going to take real discernment. And stepping away and wishing people well the whole time actually helps rebuild your energy. Next up, you remember this, you don't need to save people. The only way that you can help people is actually you being in your centre, feeling good. 
because your power is in your center when you are naturally feeling good. And whenever you're feeling good, you're an asset. And whenever you don't feel good, you're not an asset. (laughs) So, you know, this took me quite a while to really understand. But as soon as I began to cultivate these habits that I've shared, I noticed that my energy would be high and I'd only be meeting up with people and rendezvousing with people because law of attraction would bring it together that I'd be meeting people of like minds and people would just vibe in and vibe out of my experience if they weren't on the same wavelength and the same will be true for you when you engage in conversations that are uplifting and going to a place you want to go and disengaging from conversations that are negative and potentially toxic. Next up this is really important number six setting healthy boundaries now I've done another podcast on this just alone but having healthy boundaries is going to be pivotal for you to generate and build self-respect because you want to make plans you want to make plans to see people you want to make plans to go to a party and be around people but you also want to have exit plans so when I stopped drinking which I found was really toxic for my body type. What I did was, even though I was invited to loads of birthday parties, which were often restaurants and bars and things like that, I always wanted to go. I always wanted to show my face. But I'd always say this, I'm going to come for an hour or so and I'll just stay for a bit. And I would let the host know that that was my intention because that generated self-respect and that let them know that I wasn't going to stay the whole evening because I valued my my new character, my new habits of being teetotal, which other people valued as well. So whatever works for you, having an intent before you go there and making sure you've got an exit strategy that you can share with the people helps you generate self-respect and other people will respect you too when you honour your own intentions and you honour your own needs. That You want to set healthy boundaries, you want to get in, feel good and you want to leave on a high. Mix it up with people, mix it up with friends, mix it up with family, get in, feel good and leave. So if you can have that premise, what's going to happen is you're going to cultivate more and more positive energy which is going to keep you on a high frequency so that you're not outstaying your welcome and absorbing toxicity because if you go to a party and there's loads of drinking, you're going to absorb all that toxicity as well. That's why I found that when I'd stayed to the party towards the end. I felt drunk at the end because I was absorbing all the energy from other people in the party. That's because I was highly sensitive and empathetic. But when I decided that I was going to set more healthy boundaries and leave early and tell people that I was going to leave early, everyone was cool and I didn't wake up feeling like I had a hangover the next day. Next thing, if you find yourself absorbing harsh energy, stay offline and go to nature go and sit among the trees just go and hang out we we said earlier grounding and lying on the grass is powerful but if you can't do that spend time in nature walk around the calming influence of nature has alpha patterns and that alpha patterns you'll absorb as well which slows your brainwave pattern down calms your nervous system so being out in nature having a digital detox Staying off your phone, staying off the computer, staying off the TV will be very powerful for you just for a few moments while you begin to reset. Number eight, if you haven't already and you've just started discovering my podcast, then you want to begin practicing meditation. Meditation, if there's one thing that has absolutely transformed my life and made it even better and allowed me to enjoy greater vitality, greater well-being, it's meditation. Because meditation stops thought. 
it stops resistance and it allows your full energy to thrive. Imagine like a big beam of light just going right through you. This is what happens when you begin to practice meditation. You might not see that, but that's what's happening to your cells. When you are relaxing your mind, like having a holiday every day for 15, 20 minutes, which is what practicing meditation does, it just calms you down. It calms your nervous system down. Eventually what happens is any stress, any toxicity begins to leave the body. And when I first started meditating, even though I'd been drinking extremely heavily, within two weeks of meditating, I began sweating out all the toxins in my body, all the alcohol, all the processed foods that I've been eating. I began sweating it out over a period of two days. And that sounds really gross, but my body was eliminating toxins so quickly just because I was sitting down to meditate twice a day. Now, if you haven't already, go and check out my seven ways to meditate in seven days. Whether you're visual, auditory or kinesthetic, there is one there for you that will really work if you sit with it. And as little as five minutes a day, you can get going and start reaping the benefits of what meditation will do, which will help you reset your energy faster than anything I've come across. You know, it releases negative emotion quicker than anything I've come across. So if you're feeling that you've got some toxicity in your life and you want to release it, then get going with practicing meditation and head over to my seven ways to meditate on my website. My penultimate step is by playing beautiful music in the house. Anything that's calming will soothe you, preferably no words, because the mind wants to follow words. But when there's a beautiful melody, it calms you down. Like I'm very auditory. So having beautiful, calming music, things like Mozart work well for me. Things like Claire de Lune by Debussy really work for me and calm me. This isn't the type of music I used to listen to. It's just something I grew into when I realized that this type of music began to calm my nervous system. So now I have an eclectic mix of music. Like I produce dance music, I produce house music, and I also play the ukulele, but I also love classical music and I love calming music. So whatever works for you, music will be a great benefiter and uplifter for you to help cultivate higher energy and help create a more centered place for you in your day-to-day life. And last but not least, probably the greatest spiritual practice of all is sleep. Sleeping helps you reset. And as you drift off into sleep, have this little mantra in your head. Why is everything going to be okay? Why is everything going to be all right? And why is everything working out? If you can have that whilst you're drifting off to sleep, and maybe you've had a tough day, or maybe you've absorbed some harsh energy, Saying that to yourself will be very soothing as you drift off to sleep because how you drift off to sleep is how you're going to wake up the next day. And if you're saying, why is everything working out for me? Why is everything going to be okay? Why am I going to be all right? This will be very soothing and you get your mind to work for you whilst you're asleep. So being highly sensitive, some people find it a curse, but it's actually a gift because what it's actually doing is the sensitivity that you feel to things is an indication of vibration and all energy is vibration. So the better you become, the more evolved you become as a human being, you're able to discern what's right for you and what's not right for you. And it's not right for you to want to have to fix everybody. You're not not here to fix things. But what you are here to do is to get into your center so that you can be 
a positive impact in your community, in your family and in the world. And the only way you're ever going to do that is when you feel good and you're in your center. And it's not going to happen when you don't. You know, I spent so many years of my life feeling disconnected, not the whole time, but a lot of the time, which caused me to to have habits that didn't work for me and caused me to have more overwhelm and, and, and experience more suffering. So I don't want that for you. So having these habits in place, this understanding and some ideas is going to be very profound and will help you create a shift in time if you keep up with it. Just on a side note, if you're highly sensitive, maybe you feel like you have tinnitus in the ear. All of this is a result of the sensitivity that you're feeling. Now, like I mentioned before, sensitivity is almost like a superpower, but you've got to understand how to make it work for you. And if you've got tinnitus in the ears, what you're actually doing is you're not listening to life. You're not listening to the telltale sounds of life. So you want to ask God, your higher power or source energy to turn that noise down so you can really listen to what life's trying to tell you so that then you can take action on it. And I ask when I hear this sort of weird sound in my ear, I just ask my guides, I ask the higher power, source energy, hi guys, just, just turn it down for me so I can... I can handle life a little bit more because it's a bit too much and it turns it down. Source energy is making you an energetic vehicle to raise the consciousness and frequency of the planet around you and the higher energy that you can hold inside your body. What that high frequency is actually doing is trying to allow more light into your body so your cells hold more light and it when they can hold more light you're going to help more and more people just with your presence alone like Dolores Cannon was sharing that there are three waves of volunteers and we're all here to help uplift the planet shift to a higher level of consciousness and awareness so if you ever hear that high-pitched sound in your ear just ask your guides and you'll begin to feel a lot more peace Now, I'm not that highly attuned to the lower frequencies, but I can feel impulses where before things happen. So this is like a really highly intuitive thing. Just think about the birds when they fly away before they hear seismic activity or there's going to be a tsunami. The same thing is for you is that sometimes if you feel those ultra low frequencies, you might feel that there may be some seismic activity. I know that when I was living in Tokyo, I could feel like "Mm, there's something weird going on here. And that night there was uh, a shaking in the ground in Tokyo because it's built on tectonic plate near Mount Fuji. So ask your guides to turn stuff down if it's too much for you, whether it be in the ears or the eyes, so that you feel comfort again, because all they're really trying to do is help you attuned to higher frequencies. So anyway, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I hope there's been some major takeaways. Like I said, I wish I'd known a lot of this material and some practical tools to take away when I first started out. But hey, this is the journey and my journey now is to help you on yours. And I hope you can take away some of this information and put it to good use and you can enjoy a life of feeling more high vibe and feeling more in your center and making an impact in your family, amongst your friends, and in your community. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed the show, and until the next time, I wish you green lights all the way. Thanks for listening to the show, and if you've enjoyed it, please show your support by heading over to Apple and leaving a review. I am so thankful for all your reviews because they make the show. 